0: What's up, guys? Today we got three story times of the cringiest kids ever. The first story is of a kid who tries to become a Spice King and ends up, uh, well, throwing up in the cafeteria. The second story is of a kid who asks out a girl in the middle of class in the most cringy way possible. And the final story is of a spoiled kid who gets a stain on his fancy, pantsy shirt, and you guys will not believe how he reacts. Leave a like in the video to claim your free nothing, and let's just jump right into it. Anyways, we're gonna call the subscriber who submitted the first story, Ty. So anyways, this all happened on what seemed like a normal day. Ty and his friends were in the cafeteria. So there's another kid who we're gonna call Ben. And Ben was kind of the kid that uh, always tried to seek attention And that's how he thought he was gonna be liked. You know, it's kind of a sad situation because I knew a lot of those kids back in the day that they thought, you know, they maybe were self-conscious of the number of friends they had or really the lack of friends they had. And they thought if they put in a clown show, they would able to have more friends. Quickly, like and subscribe right now to claim your free nothing. Anyways though, so yeah, this, uh, this all started off as a normal day. And uh, Ty and his friends, they were sitting at the cafeteria, and they had cafeteria food. You could bring in your own food, but most of the time, they just have the cafeteria food. And Ty tells me, this food's not great, bro. Like, it really is very average or whatever. It's, it's, it's simply not that good. Which, you know, so they're sitting there kind of, like, picking at their mush or whatever, and uh, Ben, this kid I was telling you about, sits down at their table. So Ben will kind of like float around from table to table. I've told you before, he doesn't really have a stable friend group, which is probably the reason why he's always acting out. And uh, he's like, you know, he sits down. And he's like, boys, this lunch is going to be for the history books. So Ty looks at him. He's like, uh, what do you mean? Because I don't know why like a lunchtime would be so memorable. Right, so Ty and his friends kind of look at each other a little bit confused because it's kind of like, you know, why is this kid saying this is going to be a lunch to put down in the history books? That just doesn't make a lot of sense. Anyways, though, so, the, you know, the spo- not the spoil, sorry, Ben elaborates and he, you know, grabs his lunch bag because he brought in lunch today and puts it on the table. And Ty and his friends are kind of like looking at this lunch bag like, okay, bro, I see you have a lunch bag and you put it on the table. I'm not super sure what this means, but cool, I guess. And he's like, boys, I am going to do the spicy food challenge like the Spice Kings on TikTok. And they kind of look at each other. If you don't know, there's these people that are called Spice Kings, I think, or just people that um, eat a lot of spicy food in short form videos on YouTube Shorts, on TikTok, on Instagram Reels. Basically, they post videos of themselves eating, you know, spicy peppers, spicy chips, just like a lot of spicy food, allegedly in one sitting. Um, trying to have, like, no reaction or whatever, and it's whatever, right? You can do what you want to do. I have no actual issue with that type of content. However, I think Ben thought it was such a good idea for him to do this to kind of show off to the kids or or show off to, like, Ty and his friends and try and get their approval or whatever, which, I mean, hey, bro, at the end of the day, like... This is not how—the thing is, you're not going to become friends with people long-term because you're able to pull off funny stunts or whatever. You're not going to be able to become friends with people just because, I don't know, like you're—you're going to become friends with people because you spend a lot of quality time with them, you share hobbies, you're a good person to them, you are consistent. That's how you're actually going to become friends with people, not by pulling off stunts like this— Anyways, though, so yeah, sure enough, Ty takes out the stuff out of his bag. And in his bag, there are three things. There's a thing of jalapeno peppers, there's a thing of hot spicy Takis, and then there's the one chip. If you don't know about the one chip challenge, well, let me explain it to you very briefly. Basically, the one chip. Well, the one chip challenge is this one chip that you can buy, and it's like this one black chip that is ridiculously spicy. There's so many funny videos on the internet of people trying to eat it, it is not being able to do it. So anyways, yes, Ben had both the one chip, spicy Takis and some spicy probably jalapeno peppers. So at this point, Ty and his friends are like, okay, we don't need this kid like causing a scene. Cause it look, at the end of the day, they're just trying to chill and eat their lunch. The last thing that they need is a big old situation or whatever that because of proximity, because they are physically nearby, then they are <laughs> they are responsible, right? They're not trying to be responsible for this kid. Totally fair, totally understandable. So yeah, anyways, right? They're kind of like, hey bro, you really don't need to do that, um, I'm sure you could, but also, ah oh, man, we're running low on time, maybe you want to do that another day, maybe you want to do that with other people so that we're not responsible, yeah, there's a lot of things that maybe you'd rather do, and Ben is like, "No, boy, it's like, I showed this to you. I had this up. I need to finish it. Like, I need to like figure this. Like, I need to show you guys." And he, before they could stop him, he immediately. Here's the thing, bro. Normally, at these Spice Kings, they'll eat like one thing at a time. Yeah. So instead of doing that and putting like a like eating one spicy thing at the time. Because if the spo- no, sorry, not sorry—not spoil kid—if Ben was to eat one of the spicy items at a time, maybe besides the one chip, whatever thing, because uh, that thing's pretty crazy. If he was able to eat a few jalapenos, he would pretty quickly realize, okay, maybe this isn't for me. Because by the way, a little background knowledge, which at the time Ty and his friends had no idea about, was that Ben had zero <laughs> spice tolerance, bro. He had no ability to handle any heat at all. He just saw people munch this stuff on TikTok and YouTube shorts, and he was like, all right, man, I'm in, bro. Like, I'm good, or something like that. So, yeah, sure enough, right, um, he decides to do something pretty stupid. He takes a fistful of jalapenos, a fistful of spicy Takis, and the one chip, crushes them, like, all together into a ball, and just... Eats the whole thing, chews it super quickly, swallows it, and looks at them and says, No reaction. Okay, after saying no reaction, Tiny's friends look at each other like, Oh boy, because they know that the one chip doesn't necessarily hit you immediately, but give it some time, you're screwed. So they're all looking at each other, and they're like, ha, good job, bro. You don't need to be eating any more of that. And as they're saying that, Ben is already grabbing more fistfuls of jalapenos and spicy takis. About 10 seconds later, though, he stops eating more stuff, because I think he starts to feel the upcoming wave of spice start to hit his throat. And he's like, No, uh, no reaction, guys. Does anyone have any water or milk? And they don't. So he quickly gets up. He's like, no reaction, guys, no reaction. I just need, I just need something to drink to like make it easier for me to, oh my God, for me to, uh, uh, for, me, for me to eat more of these guys. Don't, don't worry, it, no reaction though. And he starts like frantically looking around and Ty and his friends are like, oh boy. So they're like, look, bro, we'll try and get you some milk or something. Like, and he's like, guys, guys, I'm dying. Yeah, so basically within the span of 10 seconds, he went from saying, hey, hey, hey. no reaction to saying, oh my God. Oh my God! By the way, if you made it this far into the video, comment "spice" down below in the comment section. Uh, I'm gonna try and hard as many comments on YouTube that say "spice." Thank you so much for making it this far. Anyways, so yeah, sure enough, um, he's just kind of uh, he's dying, bro. Not actually, you're not. He's not actually dying. He's fine. He might have some toilet problems, but he's doing all right. But he's basically panting on the floor, and Ty and his friends are looking at each other like. Bro, this is the exact reason why we didn't want him to do this. We don't want him to actually, like, harm himself, too. But also, now we're looped in by association. Like, we would be bad people if we just stood up and left. Yeah, so that's when Ben, who's, like, crawling around on the floor, like, Milk! I need some milk! And Ty gets up and kind of yells out, Someone get this man some milk! Eventually, though, yeah, Ben just completely, like, uh pukes everywhere not to be too graphic i'll keep it at that but at that point the entire lunchroom is are like oh my god because everyone's paying attention once again the one thing that ty and his friends didn't want as well as all the attention all the negative attention associated with this and all the negative attention being associated with this guy but yeah what are they gonna do about it though so uh yeah eventually the lunch lady the staff whatever they come over they get him some like milk or some kind of something to make them feel better and get the spice down. Unfortunately, the cleaning crew had to come over and clean up the situation at hand in the lunchroom. And we're gonna call the subscriber who submitted the next story, Zach. So anyways, there's this kid in Zach's class who we're gonna call Ben again, because I just use the name Ben for all my secondary characters. Yeah, so there's this kid in Ben's class, or sorry, not Ben, in Zach's class who we're gonna call Ben. And uh, Ben had this massive crush on this girl, and we're going to call this girl Ava, right? So Zach, Ben, Ava were all in this class together, and this was sixth grade. So it was like a sixth grade English class. So they had a lot of roundtable discussions. It definitely wasn't like a math class type class. It was, it was like an English—it was an English class, right? kind It was, it was kind of chill, right? It was pretty chill. Anyways, Valentine's Day was coming along, and let me just say that me and Valentine's Day, we have beef. I don't have beef with anyone besides the inventors of Valentine's Day, aka the Hallmark Corporation, bro. You guys are always screwing me over. It's definitely not me and my stupid actions. It's you guys. But anyways, sure enough, Valentine's Day was coming up, and at the school... There is a little bit, okay, not just at the school. I understand that everywhere Valentine's Day is like the day of like, ooh, like love or whatever, or chemicals and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, however, especially at their school, Valentine's Day was like the day people waited. They waited for months sometimes. I don't recommend this, but they waited for months sometimes to ask out the person that they had been interested in on Valentine's Day. It was like a special thing at this school to go above and beyond on the day. So every single year on Valentine's Day, the number of couples in the grade would go from like one or two to like eight. Like it would shoot up and then... Over the next couple months, it would decay pretty quickly to, like, four because, hey, bro, a lot of them were just springing out of nowhere. And, you know, a girl gets asked out on Valentine's Day at the school. It was almost like, oh, my God, you got asked out on Valentine's Day? Samantha, you're so lucky, right? So they would always say yes, and then they'd say no, like, two weeks later and break up. But anyways, I need to let you know the culture of the school. That's kind of how they did things. Anyways, right, so yeah, uh, in Zach's class, there's this kid named Ben. He had a massive crush on this girl named Ava. Ava and Ben never spoke together, and I told you guys it was an English class, kind of like a roundtable English class. I didn't tell you that for no reason. I told you that because in math classes, for example, in math class, you're probably not going to be able to talk to your crush that much. I mean, hey, man, we always find a way, like, you know you find a way i find a way but what i'm trying to say for the most part in a math class you're probably not really talking to that many people sure there's some classes that emphasize group work or whatever but a lot of times you're sitting there you're listening to a lecture and then you leave at least in my like my calc 1 class there's this girl who sat in front of me and yeah, let's just say that like i was like wow but there was like no opportunities well there could have been but i was also much lamer at the time, so I just didn't make any opportunities for myself unless they were easily given to me. However, in a roundtable English class, you're basically forced to talk to everyone. However, somehow, Ben and Ava have never spoken in a class that emphasizes speaking with everyone. Even when they were in small groups together, Ben would never say a word to her. So it was a little bit uh, not a good idea that he was planning to ask her out to be his girlfriend <laughs> on Valentine's Day, bro. So anyways, Ben and the subscriber who submitted this story, Zach, which, by the way, Zach submitted this to me on Instagram. Go to Instagram, look up Connor Pugs. Follow me and then message me your story. That's where I get a lot of them. Anyways, Zach and Ben were acquaintances. They weren't close friends. Um, they weren't anything like that. However, they were cool with each other, and sometimes they would talk about stuff. And Zach almost had an older brother-mentor type relationship, which is kind of funny for 6th graders, right? It's like, y'all are both 6th—you're both in 6th grade, bro. Like, chill out. However, though, um, on February 12th, two days before before Valentine's Day, Zach and Ben were walking away from class because they had English class together— they walking to the locker where they had their backpacks and they would do this every once in a while. Not every day, but every once in a while they'd talk about life or talk about sports and sometimes Ben would ask for advice in the girl department and Zach knew that Ben had this thing for Ava for a while now and he's like, dude, you need to talk to her. He rammed it in again and again and again every single time. He's like, you need to talk to her and Ben would be like, well, I'm just preparing. I'm just planning. Here's the thing. A lot of you guys don't want to hear it, and a lot of times I didn't want to hear it. If you're constantly in a state of planning or preparing to do something, it could be girls, it could be a business, it could be a school project, you're not doing anything. If you're planning for longer than you really need to, which, be honest about yourself, the only thing you're doing is procrastinating. Yeah, the only thing you're doing is procrastinating. So when Ben would keep telling Zach, Oh, I'm just preparing myself to be the best person for her. Look, there's nothing wrong with self-improvement. I think it's kind of a good space to, it's a good thing to do. Like, it's good to always want to better yourself. But don't go down the rabbit hole of, I'm not going to talk to her. I'm just going to self-improve myself until I'm the best version. You will never be the best version of yourself. The whole point is to strive towards that. That is the glory. You will never reach it. You are Sisyphus. You are pushing that boulder up Forever and it will keep rolling down, but the point, it, the point is the pushing up, not getting there. I'm, I don't know why I'm going into this whole rant for you guys, but I've been through so many of these situations when it comes to growth. You just need to talk. You will get better at talking. You're working on your talking, but he would refuse. But on this day, on February 12th, Ben and Zach, you know, Ben told Zach his plans and he didn't elaborate exactly. Which I think if he did, Zach would have actually came in and been like, would have been a lot harsher with him. But more or less, Ben explains to Zach, look, I've been thinking about Ava for a long time. I think it's time I ask her out. It's Valentine's Day. It's weird if I don't ask her, if I'd ask her out on another day. And man, I can't wait another year. And Zach's like, first of all, the whole thing at our school of you can only ask someone out on Valentine's Day is stupid. It's ridiculous. And also, no, like, you haven't spoken to her yet, Ben. I've told you this again and again. You have not spoken to this girl. Therefore, you, bro, like, I don't know how else to say it. You need to speak to the girl first for at least a while. You don't even know if you like her. You probably are just madly in love with this false construction of her. That's another thing. Not to get too preachy, but if you never actually interact with these girls or guys, depending on who I'm talking to right now, that you are so obsessed with, you're gonna construct a false reality of who they are that they will not live up to. You are in love with your imagination of this fictional character. You're not in love with them. Sorry for being preachy. I just want you guys to not make the mistakes I did. And (laughs) this is a freaking therapy lesson for you and a little bit for me. Anyways, but Ben does not listen. He's like, Zach, I love you, bro. Like, you've always been there for me. I just need to make the call on this one. So Zach says to Ben, before they leave, which Zach says if he knew how Ben was going to act, that he would have acted a lot more strongly here. But he says to Ben, look, bro, you can't do this. Like, you can do what you want to do. Like, I actually can't control your life, believe it or not. But you, this is a bad idea, and I promise you it's going to end poorly. You're going to be embarrassed, and I just need you to hear it from me that if you do this, I'm not responsible, basically. And Ben's like, you know what, Zach, you always want the best for me. I appreciate you, but I'm doing this. And Zach's like, okay. February 14th, dun, 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 it is Valentine's Day. Everyone walks into school. There's kind of like this uh, this energy in the air, knowing that a lot of people are going to have really exciting days today. And there's a lot of girls that are very hopeful, and a lot of guys maybe that are hopeful on this day that... Maybe they'll be asked out, and there's a lot of nervous people knowing that they're going to ask someone out and not knowing the answer, even if they kind of have an expectation of the answer. And then there is Ben, who is about to embarrass himself. Anyways, so let's move to English class. They all get to English class, and it's the very beginning. And this is kind of the teacher settling down. And the teacher's chill, like teacher's kind of fresh out of college or whatever, or fresh out of grad school. I don't know what you need for teaching English. I really don't know, bro. And so uh, this teacher's chill and will spend like five minutes of being in a class like on their phone and be like, guys, this is a warm-up period, which basically means the teacher's not trying to teach for the full 45 minutes and just wants to chill on their phone for five minutes. So congratulations, you get to goof around for five minutes. So this kind of like limbo period in class, they're all sitting there. Ava's sitting with her friends. Zach is kind of sitting in the back. Zack has a little bit of a pit in his stomach because he knows what's about to happen. But he does not know the degree to which what is about to happen is about to happen. So yeah, sure enough, um, Zach uh, watches as Ben gets up, walks over to Ava's desk. He is hoping, he's praying, he thinks that it's going to be short, brutal, and quickly done. A nice, okay, a nice execution in quotations, right? Quick, done, not horse-drawn and carriage or whatever that's called. Very quick and easy. No, he sits down, he's sad, and then he realizes he's an idiot for what he was doing, but no. Ben gets down on one knee and screams, attention, class, attention. And Zach's like, no, no, my son, no. So everyone stops what they're talking about, including the teacher, to look at what's going on. Zach, oh sorry, Ben, not Zach, I would never do this. Ben is on one knee, and he's like, Ava, you mean the world to me, and I wanted you to know that. But I not only wanted you to know that through my words, I wanted you to know that through my song. Ben can't sing, by the way, so this reenactment is probably accurate. Ooh. Uh. basically at that level. So he like has a fake, he takes a pencil as a fake microphone, gets up and starts walking around like it's a music video and he's like, whoa, whoa, yeah, Ava, oh, Bro actually has the freestyling ability of like, bro some of these like random, uh, bro has no freestyling ability. I hope, He probably wrote this down beforehand too. And he's like, Ava. Every day that I come into class, I feel alive. Yeah, And she's just sitting there like, oh my God, because she did not expect this today. She probably was talking to some other guy who maybe even already asked her out, right? But at the end of the day, she was not expecting this. Yeah, so this goes on for a couple seconds. And that's when, thankfully, this wasn't like a five minute long song. This wasn't mirrors by justin timberlake full edition good song by the way but oh my god it's nine minutes or something anyways he eventually is like so Ava, what will you say will you be my girlfriend and the whole class goes silent and eva's like like ben i'm sorry i just don't know you and ben's like well i'm giving you an opportunity to know me very well <laughs> dude if she says no the first time don't look for a yes. You're not going to get a yes. If you like trick her or um, convince her in some other way, like you uh, shame her into saying yes. Bro, if she doesn't want to say yes the first time, tricking her, shaming her, coercing her, somehow getting her to say yes, that's not a natural yes, bro. Trust me, that's not what you want, guys. Come on now. Anyways, though, so she, yeah, she's just like, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry, Ben. She didn't say bro. Sorry, bro. I can't do it. No, she's like, I'm sorry, dude. Oh, I'm sorry, Ben. I don't know you like that. I can't. So Ben is like, oh, oh, okay. And he walks back, but Ben doesn't sit next in his old seat. He sits down in the empty seat next to Zach. And they sit there in silence for a little bit as the teacher starts the class a little bit earlier than usual because of, uh, you know, what's going on right now. And, uh, she uh, starts a class sooner than usual. Cause she doesn't like the awkward period of silence. And, uh, by the end of it, Zach and Ben walked out. And they walk together, but they walk in silence for a second. And that's when Ben says, you're right. And Zach says, don't worry about it, bro. Like, learned a lot today. Don't let this lesson slip you by. And after that, they start talking about frickin' Spider-Man or sports. Or they immediately, they immediately jump over the topic because Zach knew that he didn't need to explain anything that Ben didn't learn. As terrible as that was... Tra- tra- traumatic events in that regard are sometimes the best teachers. We're going to call the subscriber who submitted the third story, Gavin. So anyways, in Gavin's class, there was a spoiled kid. And this spoiled kid was kind of notorious for being a spoiled kid, and he basically gets the same description that I give to 90% of the spoiled kids in my spoiled kid story times. Basically, this kid grew up super rich, and you can grow up su- super rich and like be a totally fine person, but sometimes... It really goes to your head. You think you're better than everyone. You've never been told no. You've never had to work for anything. Take all those characteristics, put this on the spoil kid in this story. Anyways, so the spoil kid had this habit. I don't know if it's a habit. I don't know if that's the right word to say, but basically he was a big fan of like hype beast culture. There's nothing wrong with having like, liking the idea of like some shirt or whatever that costs a lot more money than it should. I go through phases of being a grandpa and being like, you know what? Shirts should, you should really only pay for the utility of the thing. And then I go through periods of like, oh, bro, that hoodie is sweet. Like, oh, like, oh, it has that logo. That's cool. I go through periods of both, man. It's just, it's really not that deep. However, it was a type of a situation where the spoiled kid had access to his parents' credit card with basically an unlimited funds on it, which uh, is basically like playing GTA 5, like, but a hacked version the game loses fun. I never I actually never played GTA, but I hear from people who have like unlimited money glitches. Bro, it's just not fun after a while. The whole point of the game was to get the money. And now that you you know, I mean now that you have it all, it loses its value. Anyway, so so yeah, sure enough, every single day, the spoil kid will come in with some crazy outfit, right? He was a big fan of flexing. There's nothing wrong, it's it, flexing is very questionable. Um, having a few nice things, there's nothing that inherently wrong. I mean, I fall for some stuff like that. I'm not going to say I'm perfect, right? Um, uh, but also, like, the spoiled kid literally every single day had some freaking Supreme Gucci Louis Vuitton, some, some, some kind of crazy combination of stuff every single day. And every single day was basically new because the spoiled kid at the end of the week would buy a whole new wardrobe just to flex on everyone. And he didn't do so in silence, by the way. The Spoiled Kid was extremely vocal about his, what he was wearing that day. Let me give you an example. Okay, so random day, Spoiled Kid would walk into class, everyone would look at him because he'd have some new Louis Vuitton shirt, fricking bape shoes, crazy whatever pants. He would have some, some, some kind of combination. And if that's your style, Okay, whatever. But basically, the spoiled kid would sit down and he would turn to some random kid. It would actually normally be a different kid like every single time, It's funny. But he would turn to some random kid and he'd be like, do you know how much these shoes cost? And the kid would be like, uh, no. It's like $400. And he'd turn to another kid, do you know how much this shirt costs? Oh, Oh, $300. And he would just keep doing this every single day. So it wasn't as if he was just flexing, which is to some degree questionable at the st- in general, right? To- especially when you go crazy, right? But he was, like, blatantly flexing. Like, he wasn't just wearing items of clothes with high values, and it's like, oh, there's a high value implied with this clothing. Ooh, whatever, right? He was blatantly stating it, which is just kind of like, oh, oh okay, Okay, man, so one, this story, right, a lot of background, and I know, I know, but it's necessary. This story all starts one day when the spoil Kid, the worst possible thing ever happens to the spoil Kid, and he has a crazy tantrum meltdown, and it's hilarious, but also pretty cringe. So on this day, the spoil Kid was wearing some, like, Louis Vuitton shirt or something, and he comes in. He's doing his normal routine or whatever, of blah, 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 this, blah, 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 that, and some kid is walking in that day, and he's a little late, because the spoiled kid's always a little late. And he's walking by the spoiled kid, kind of in a rush to get back there, because he, you know, he's already late, so he's trying to sit down quickly. And the spoiled kid is leaning over, to one side, to be like, do you know how much my freaking, this Gucci brick I have? Oh, it's a trillion dollars. <laughs> you couldn't afford that. <laughs> then he leans over to talk to the person to the left of him. This kid is literally Eric Cartman, by the way, if Cartman had a lot of money, right? He leans over to the left of him. And when he leans over to the left of him, the spoiled kid doesn't realize that the, the other kid who's late is kind of rushing down the aisle. And the kid who's rushing down the aisle has a thermos. A thermos full of soup because he wasn't able to eat breakfast that morning. And the spoiled kid bumps into the kid. And because he bumps into the kid, the kid kind of falls back a little bit. And a little bit of soup, not even the whole thing, a little bit of soup flies out of the kid's thermos and onto the spoiled kid's Louis Vuitton white shirt. So there's a big soup stain on his super expensive shirt that he was just about to lean over to the person next to him to explain how expensive it was. So, it, like, this, the kid is like, oh, bro, I'm so sorry. And keeps walking by. And the spoiled kid's like, how dare you? How dare you spill soup? Do you know how much this shirt costs? Do you know how much this shirt costs? And the spoiled kid, like, gets up. And he's, like, screaming at this kid. And the teacher's like, spoiled kid, sit down. And the spoiled kid turns around and screams, like, he spilled soup on my $300 shirt do you know how much this shirt costs? And the teacher, okay, I think the spoiled kid was expecting the teacher to be on his side, but I think the teacher had overheard the spoiled kid every single day and was also very aware of the spoiled kid's parents' financial situation and also very aware of that he had access to it because of the rotation of clothes that the spoiled kid had. Every single day, it was something new. So the teacher said, you know what? Maybe you shouldn't wear a $300 shirt in a class. Maybe you shouldn't do that. And the spoiled kid was so shocked that the teacher didn't fold to his every whim, right, that he's like, my dad is going to sue the school. It's going to sue you, teacher. It's going to sue you. And points to, like, the kid who's, like, rushing to get to the seat. And the kid's like, okay, bro, like, whatever. (laughs) Because no one takes him seriously. The spoiled kid is at the edge of tears and then starts crying in the middle of class. This kid has spent the entire year flexing stuff that other people can't afford and doing it blatantly, and the second that he bumps into someone and gets soup spilled on his shirt, he starts crying. It's a spoiled kid, in tears, runs out of the classroom. And the subscriber, Gavin, who submitted this, just looks at his friend and is like, are you serious right now?